Before the pandemic, she was shooting 550 sessions a year and running a $100,000 plus photography business. For many photographers, it would be a dream come true. But what Deborah wanted more than anything was time with her growing family. She'd spent years building her photography business into what she thought she wanted, but was burned out by the late nights, long hours, and weekend sessions. On today's episode, I sat down with my peak performer of the year, Deborah Lawrence. You'll hear her inspiring story of how she went from photographing 68 clients in August of 2019 and never seeing her family to photographing three clients in August of 2020, a year later, and earning the exact same income and was able to put her family first. Let's get into it. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here today with the fabulous Deborah Lawrence at Go Boutique Live. We gave a bunch of awards, we call them the Yay Awards, for students who hit different milestones in their business, whether it was 5K, 10K, 50K, 100K. We call them the 100K Yay. And we had a few other awards. And then at the end of the night, Our biggest award is one that is such a huge honor because it's voted on by our peak performance community. And that is peak performer of the year. And this was our first year to give it and nobody knew who it was. I wish I didn't know who it was because it was so stressful to know and not slip. And so that was very hard for me next year. I may not let my team tell me who won, but it was a very fun award to give. And we just told the winner that they are going to be on the podcast because I want you to meet them. (laughs) So luckily, Deborah was awesome enough to agree to be here with us. And so I want you to hear her story. And then I have some words to share that others have said about her. So Deborah, welcome. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks to all of my friends and my new family that I've had since what April of last year in this community. Big shout out to my accountability buddies, Jana, Beth, and Amy, who I hope are on here. And then Tenacious D and the Royal Sisterhood. Woo! <laughs> Our small group, which is amazing. It's a family. It really, really is. So I'm super, super thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And for voting for me, guys. Yay. (laughs) Yeah, it is a family and well-deserved. There were a lot of people who who got votes, a lot of votes who also were very deserving, but just head and shoulders, you you just exemplify everything in our core values. But we'll get into that in a minute. I just want everybody to hear sort of your story. What What was your struggle when you found us and Corona hit? So talk about that. 
Yeah, um, it's funny because I was actually talking to my group this morning and I didn't really realize I was struggling because you just get into this mode where you're busy and you're busy and you're busy. And uh, this is my 20th year in business. And over the last 20 years, I've worked full time, averages 65 hours a week. Uh, at one point, I figured it out. I think it was, it was actually 68 hours a week was my average, 68, which is actually inhuman. But I, I did that for 20 years and I built a successful a business with staff that grossed over a hundred thousand a year. And I thought I was doing great. I was just a little tired, but you know, I, I was rocking it. And then Corona hit and I went, Oh, this is kind of nice. Not doing anything. Is there a way I can do this and get paid? This is what I want to do. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, Cause I was so tired, you know, and really we had talked, you know, like, okay, in the last five years, we talked about, well, gosh, all of these, these beautiful, beautiful pieces of artwork that we see. And, you know, these photographers that are making buco bucks, what are they doing differently? Like, is there a correlation between those? Like, could I produce art? And we're like, eh, I don't know. People just want digitals. So there was a little bit of a, a curiosity in that direction, but we weren't really able to turn it into anything. And then COVID hit and I had free time and I was like, oh, well, I'll educate educate, educate. And then I'll be, I'll be ready to hit the ground running and maybe we'll be able to, you know, make some changes. And then I met Sarah and she had all these great ideas. And I said, oh, those are great. Not for me though. And here's why it won't work, right? Because we all do this, don't we? Right, we all sit there and tell you all the reasons why something is not for us and it's only for other people. And so I did that and she went in line by line and told me why it, it really would work. And I thought, well, I'll try it, you know? So here I am, March, 2020, everything's shut down. I'm freaking out, right? Um, and I converted everything, huge undertaking, 20 years of shoot and burn, giving people thumb drives for $250 and had to convert completely. And in 60 days, I grossed $13,000 with a new program. And really it wasn't a lot of work, which is the best part. I wasn't like busting my back doing it. I was just like, well, I just made $13,000. In a <laughs> oh. pandemic. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. And then um, at the end of July, July 31st, my husband lost his job and he worked there over 20 years and it was a bad situation and he hasn't gone back to work, which is a good thing. Yeah. So he, he stays at home with me and, and helps me out and watches our grandchild, who is our our pandemic baby, our little little boy, Felix. He's so cute. Um, most of you have seen him. Uh, and now I have a lot more free time, which is fantastic. That is so cool. So you were saying we, we were talking about this. Were you saying you and your husband or you and your team? Cause you had a staff. Yeah. So my staff and my husband and my family, I mean, you know, when you work 68 hours a week for 20 years, your family is your staff and team and your team is your family. And you know what I mean? Like, so, <laughs> cause it consumes you. It's all you do. It's your world. You know, my friends were my family and my only friends were the ones that worked for me. I, I, it's just you, everything you do. And so now like I've been on vacations and gone on trips and I've developed further relationships with other people. And I mean, it's just a really different world now uh, because of the shifts and the pivots that I've been able to make, which is really neat. That is so really, that is so amazing. And so it's really funny because when we met you right after the pandemic, we offered our basic class called Boutique Breakthrough and you jumped right in, right? As the rest of the world was panicking and freaking out. And I remember having that conversation with you and you said, I, I had to, I had to do it. Why did you feel so strongly that now's the time you want to 
make an investment in completely changing your business right when a pandemic hits? Gosh, that's a good question. I think because I can't stand it when people aren't happy. Most of you actually know that about me. I don't like it. I don't like it when people are unhappy. And I actually, in dealing with the, I don't want to call them bottom feeders, that's probably not fair, but you know, the people that just want the freebie stuff and they just want the thumb drive for 250 bucks, you know, those kind of clients are really, really demanding. I did weddings as well. And I learned very early on the, you know, the $500 bride or the thousand dollar bride wants everything and she'll push, 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 push and never be happy. But yet the $5,000 bride will just say whatever you want. Oh, it's perfect. I love you. You're amazing. Let me refer people to you. And so I remember thinking that and I thought, I wonder if that could also work for this. Sarah's saying it could. So if I could have less unhappy people, because they're like, oh, 250 is so much. I just can't. Will you take 100? And I'm like, no, (laughs) no, I won't. (laughs) I'm sorry I'm ticking you off, you know, and I hate that. I'm like, I I want people to be happy and blessed and I've bent over backwards for them and they're mad because they have to pay me 250 bucks for that's it. That's the cap on the sale, you know, and as it turns out, I don't want to jump ahead here, but, you know, end of the story, guys, is, you know, these clients that are spending twelve hundred to forty eight hundred dollars with me, they're thrilled with everything thrilled. They don't need you swapping heads. They don't need you Photoshopping the crap out of every picture. They don't need you accommodating them because they have six people that live in different parts of the country and they want you to Photoshop them together into a composite for no extra money. Like these people are gushing, crying because they're so thrilled with what you've done. And I'm like, I have done a tenth of the work that I did for that client I made $37 on a year ago. It's just, it's counterintuitive, isn't it? Because you think, oh my gosh, I'm struggling with these clients and I'm so inexpensive. Like how scary is the thought then of raising your prices? Because then people are really going to be mad at you or really unhappy. And it's completely the opposite. The more you charge, the better the clients are, the nicer, the more they appreciate you. And I, I love that you learned that doing weddings because when people prioritize photography, they're thrilled and they treat you like the, like you're sitting at the family table, right? At the wedding versus like, no, you don't get to sit with the guests. You're going to sit back behind the curtain with the employee, you know, wait staff. Like they see you as a, a laborer. So it's just interesting how that applies to every photography client. If they, they're willing to pay more, they just are going to value you and you as an artist and your expertise. So I love that. Well, that applies to every business too. It's funny how many people I've talked to since I've been involved with this program who are like, tell me again what it is you're doing because you seem like you're so much happier and you have a gob of free time. So I kind of want to know what's happening. And so I've shared little bits with them and I've explained to them that it's not actually about the photography. It's, it's about charging what you're worth and creating value for people. And so then I always tell them, read the book read your worth every penny. It's actually not written for photographers. It's a New York Times bestseller. Uh, There are not enough photographers in the world to make it a New York Times bestseller by themselves. So clearly (laughs) other people have gained something from it. And so I've had conversations with other business owners about converting their model to boutique uh, in this way. And people are like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. That is awesome. So you finished Boutique Breakthrough in the pandemic early on, right? It was like not that long after the pandemic hit. 
And you have the opportunity to join our 12 month coaching program called peak performance coaching. And I remember having the conversation with you when we told everyone about the opportunity, your husband was about to lose the employment he'd had. And you just said, Sarah, I've grown so much. It's been amazing, but I can't, I can't do this. Do you remember that conversation? Of course. Yeah. I was bawling like a baby. <laughs> I, was just, <laughs> I wanted it to happen so badly because I knew it would help. You know, it, could, it wasn't yeah. going to hurt, you know, more of what yeah. I was doing, but I had to replace $70,000 in income. And, and I remember, I remember you said something that was in the back of my mind, but I think I needed you to say it. And you were like, can you afford not to do this? And I was like, oh, crap, she said it. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it, she said it. But here's what I love about you. One of the core values we talk about all the time is having tenacity, right? Being all in and saying, I'm going to make this happen. Okay. This didn't work. I'm going to do something else. This didn't work. And so share what you did to get the deposit you needed to keep going. <laughs> oh my gosh. I did anything I possibly could. So I started by uh, selling everything I could find that I didn't want on Facebook marketplace. <laughs> um, and, and I, I sold more when I told people why I was like, Hey, I'm trying to raise some funds. I want to do this coaching program and I really need money for it. So can you please buy my crap? <laughs> people are like, okay. Um, I went door to door and asked if people wanted me to do anything for them. I helped the elderly, you know, clean things up. I shredded documents for somebody. Like I sat there all day putting paper into a shredder. That was fun. Um, and, and then all these little tiny pieces of paper were like in my hair. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And then my favorite, my absolute favorite, but the most lucrative was I scooped poop for neighbors. Um, it's gross. It's really gross. But for 24 bucks on Amazon, I got one of those little scoopers. You can like, it's like a clamp, a claw, and, and you can stand up while doing it. And I just lined the inside of a of a bucket and I scooped poop and I hated it so much. I put like essential oil under my nose so I couldn't smell the poop and it was so awful, but people paid me a lot of money to scoop poop. And you know what? I will never do it again if I don't have to, but if I have to, I will totally do it because I mean, it, it made some money, you know? And I didn't, I didn't use a credit card. I didn't go into debt. Like it, it, it was a means to an end. And the thing is that once I told people like, hey, this is important to me, I will do whatever it takes for me to come up with the funds to replace my husband's income and make enough money so I can get this coaching and this mentoring that I absolutely need for me to be successful. They were like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Well, how much do you charge? I'm like, whatever you want to give me. And people pay me like 150 bucks for scooping poop in their backyard. Like I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> you know, people are just wanting to bless me when I told them what it was for, you know, it was neat. It's really that's cool. so amazing. And I just love it because, you know, there's someone listening who's maybe been telling themselves, I can't, I can't afford it. I don't, this isn't my time or whatever. And you, that was your first knee jerk reaction. Cause that's what we do, right? There's not a pile of money sitting there for any of us for, for something that we want typically. Mm -hmm. Um, and yet you, your first thought was I can't do it. And then you were like, I can't not do it. So then the conversation becomes, how can I find a way to go do it? And I'm just so proud of you because no one wants to scoop someone else's dog poop, let alone their own, <laughs> <laughs> but you just did it. And I think I've had students tell me, you know, I've driven for Uber one weekend a month or babysat other people's kids. They're, they're just, there's always a way. And so, um, I love it. Something else that I've noticed with you in this, in this program and just 
become turning into the leader that you've become. And I think one of the reasons people gravitate toward you, we don't, I feel like I didn't know the Deborah before, but you've talked about how you're showing up as a, a better version of yourself in your life. What we do is about business, but more so it's about giving you a way to make money so you can put your family first so that you have time to put into yourself so you can put your you know, best self into the world. And I really feel like I see that happening right before our eyes, which is why you have so much to pour into everyone else. So let's see, you want me to talk about how awesome I am? Okay, yum. Yes. That, that's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> how have you seen a change in how you show up for others? Like, do you, have you felt that? Cause I feel it. Well, um, and by the way, Mindy, I do have a cape. I got it at immersion last year. I saw her comment. <laughs> so I have a cape. I almost wore it today, but I just didn't want to take away from everything I had going on. But everyone listening on the podcast is going to be messaging me. Where do we see her cape and her crown? Yeah. We're doing this interview on Zoom with all of our peak performers so they can be a part of celebrating Deborah. And they're making comments. She has on a beautiful crown. And Mindy said she needs a cape to go with her crown, which we do give everyone when they join the program because they have to participate in their own rescue. They are, they have that ability. But I just, I just know like with your family and your relationships, I just, I know you've mentioned just everything getting better, not just yeah, money. Yeah, there was huge changes, really big shifts. Um, I think what happened was I was so busy. When you work 68 average hours per week, trying to be a mom, I have five children uh, and I have one grandchild now and it's consuming. You, you know, you're just trying to keep your head above water. And I didn't really have time to do much else other than that. And so being in a position where I had a lot more free time uh, and really, you know, in the beginning, that was because of COVID. But then, you know, if you do nothing, I, I will tell you that you will eventually run out of money. <laughs> so <laughs> to do something, <laughs> right? And so I had this opportunity to kind of look at what was happening around me. It was like everything had been moving so fast. All of my family was a blur. And suddenly the world stopped for a second. And I went, oh, my gosh, you know, I have... I have a teenager and she's struggling and there's things going on in her life. And um, and my husband now, you know, without his job, he's struggling and trying to figure out what that looks like and what that means, you know. And so um, I discovered that I really was going um, kind of on remote and I was allowing myself to be treated badly by some people that were close to me in my life. And I stood up and said, actually, we're not going to do that anymore. Um, I am worth so much more than this. And I've decided that I don't have to tolerate it. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I've heard it called like mommy fog, sort of like <laughs> you have your kids and you just sort of go through life. And, you know, we have a lot of men, like that's, what's cool about the world is the way families are made up. People have the freedom and flexibility to you know, build the life that they want. But I think it's so cool that now all of a sudden you, you can be more present to just everything, right? How people treat you, how you treat them, how you all show up together. And I love that for you because it just, I mean, I don't know. I just seeing you get more time with your kids and grandkids and stepping up as this amazing leader in our community just warms my heart. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. I do want to share one numbers thing with you guys because some people are very numbers oriented and I love, love this. So in August of 2019, that was before the pandemic, I had 28 clients and I grossed $5,600, which is an average of $200 per person. Okay. Uh, so my profit was about $1,200 and I was working 68 hours. Okay. So now in August of 2020, I had three clients, three three as opposed to 28, I grossed the same amount almost to a dollar, right, 5,600. Uh, and I averaged then would have been $1,867 per person. And that was working 12 to 24 hours a week. So I reduced my working from 68 hours to 12 to 24. I made the same amount gross, right? But my profit was $4,300. $4,316 was my profit Whereas the year before it was $1,204 and we're talking about <laughs> less than half of the hours. I mean, that's insane. And three clients instead of 28. <laughs> I mean, you can pick guys, whatever you want. It's totally up to you, but <laughs> I would rather do three. <laughs> yeah, and three clients who probably love you versus uh, the other 28 clients who it was just a transaction, right? Like pictures in and out, in and out. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you their names. I don't remember those 28 clients names. I know the names of those three clients. I know their kids. I remember the pictures and I remember how much they gushed over and they wanted to like throw money at me. I mean, I'm not making that up. Like they're literally like, do we owe you any more? <laughs> no, you paid me $4,000. You don't owe any more money. Yeah. <laughs> and they have beautiful artwork in their homes and those 28 people. Don't you think about it? I always think about those people from my early days of they don't have that artwork anywhere. It's not hanging in their home. It makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well, Deborah, I, so, so to get P performer of the year, it, our entire community votes and it's a pretty cool thing. We made a really cool trophy that we have that we didn't get to send to you because we were thinking, okay, it's going to show up before we give it to her. <laughs> I don't know if it's arrived yet, but I want to read some of the things people have said about you. Deborah is the biggest giver I think I've ever known. She's the epitome of lifting as she climbs. She's always reaching out her hand to help pull us to the top. That was Mindy. Shalisha said, Deborah is our biggest fan. She lifts every single one of us up with encouragement and never leaves anyone behind. Jana said so many things. She goes all in whatever she does. She supports and pushes us to do more and better. Just so many people just gushing on your selflessness. And I think, you know, that's a blessing that came from you getting more free time in your business because you clearly have a passion to lift others up and you've been such an addition to this community. And that's one of our core values is we lift as we climb. So we see a brand new photographer come in helping an advanced photographer in a skill that they just happen to have, right? And vice versa, an advanced photographer helping a newer photographer. So you're never above needing help or giving help because the skill set it takes to succeed in business is not just about being a great photographer. There are life skills, there are people skills, there are problem solving skills, and everybody comes to a group like this with skill set. So do you have any words about why I don't even know, like I have so many things swirling, but what this community has meant to you adding it into your life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know me, I can always talk. So if you guys got a couple hours, let's go, let's do this. <laughs> 
But I think the most important thing for me, I remember when I joined Boutique Breakthrough and, you know, it's, we say it's like drinking out of a fire hose sometimes because there's so much fantastic information. You're like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 that's awesome. And I remember thinking, okay, um, I'm, I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm just going to do my stuff. I'm going to get done what I need to get done. And then, you know, one of the jobs was, well, listen to other people's videos and find a buddy. And I'm like, oh, man, I just want to get this stuff done. I want to find a buddy. I just want to do what I'm supposed to do, you know, and and, and get it done and get it done because that's me. I'm the rabbit, you know, keep going. And and I was like, oh, fine, I'll, I'll find a buddy, whatever, you know. And so I started listening. I thought, well, gosh, you know, these people are a lot like me and it, 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 we're like minded, you know. And I may be more experienced in one area, but they're more experienced in a different area. And so I thought, well, okay, all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to know these people. And then she kept saying, lift as you climb, lift as you climb. And I thought, well, I don't really have time for that. I mean, I'll be honest. Okay, guys, I'm just being 100% honest here. I was like, I don't have time for that. I, I, I have to stay focused. This is all about me. I've got I've to win, <laughs> you know? And then I kept seeing people say, oh, I need help with this. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I really do know how to do that. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go help. And then I'd help and they were so grateful and so kind and so loving. I was like, ooh, I want to go do that again. <laughs> and then I just kept trying to reach out to people like, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? Because it made me feel so good. I mean, I, it was a little intrinsically motivated. It made me feel good, you know? But then other people were, were giving me so much good information about my business as well. I was like, oh, wait a second. They're doing the same for me. Hey, that's how this works. I mean, I know it's something we learned in kindergarten, but unless you do it in real life, in this kind of structured community, you don't really see the effects of it working in a healthy way. And so that's what happened. And it just kept going and going and going. And I have literally made lifelong friends in this group. I, I love all of these people. And Darren has been in our small group only for a week which I love it because we're all women and now we have Darren in there. Um, but I remember him from a boutique breakthrough in October and he was in there and I thought, oh my gosh, this man is freakishly talented. And I thought, oh, wow, I get to be around all of these incredibly talented photographers. How fun is that? It's the best. It, it's really been a huge, huge blessing. And even the newbies, the photographers that are brand new, I think, oh, what a blessing that you get to start your business off right with this kind of foundation. You get to be in this structure so that you don't have to go back and reinvent the wheel. It's all right here for you. So what, what a range. And I never would have thought you could have such a huge range of skill set and personalities mesh and meld so well. It's very well structured. And I think that's why it works. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's why it also attracts people who, um, who share the same core values. And I think, uh, many people who come here didn't realize how much they were missing that community part of running a business. Cause it is lonely. It is hard and you do feel alone. And I just want to send you the biggest hug and tell you, you deserve this award so much and we are so grateful for you. And I know I speak for everybody that you do, you epitomize lifting as you climb. So congratulations, Deborah Lawrence. And I can't wait to spend so much more time with you. You're amazing. Thank you so, so much. I love all of you guys so much. Hey, photographer, it's Sarah again with a quick question for you. 
Do you ever wonder why some photographers make $300 a session and others make $3,000? I know I did. So I dug deep into what's going on and I wrote a book for you called Worth Every Penny. You can get a free copy at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book. Inside this book, you'll learn four ways to price your photography and why there's just one pricing strategy that attracts the best clients. What to do when you need clients and why paying for ads doesn't work and what to do instead that's way cheaper. The do's and don'ts of social media, what most photographers are doing wrong that lowers their profits and what to do instead. I'm not sure there's a book on the planet that more photographers have read. 23,124 photographers have it already, so I want you to have it too. Grab your copy of the hardcover book free here. Just pay a little for shipping and handling at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book.